Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're having a family reunion. Or maybe we're just hunting a monster. So turn into a werewolf. And save Ted. Because today we're bringing you Werewolf by Night. Ethan, werewolf by knife, werewolf by knife by night, werewolf, werewolf by knife, werewolf by night, we werewolf, their wolf, their take, castle. Take a loche at the werewolf by noche. Was directed was the directorial debut for my one of my all time favorite film composers. You know well, Michael Giacchino. I, I learned a disturbing fact about him, by the way. Is it going to make me dislike him? No, not at all. I mean, maybe, but it's not like a. It's a disturbing fact comedically, not a disturbing fact like. Oh, it's not like he's a predator. He wouldn't do the Incredibles unless Mrs. Incredible looked like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's that it's uh, it's Jacino. Jacino, actually. So I'm actually happy to know. It's, I I've pronounced it all manner of ways that Except aren't that. that. Yeah, yeah. Giacchino. Yeah, it's Giacchino. I, I heard him the other day and was like, I'm Michael Jacino, and I was like. The hell you are. Who the hell do you think you know? The directorial debut of formerly great composer and currently mid-composer, you know Michael Giacchino. Wayne Berger. Michael Giacchino has done some of the greatest film scores ever, but like not in the last three years. Well, he did this one. Yeah. And Lost. He did Lost. He did, the he did The Incredibles. He did Up. That's four notes. Made you cry. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's a, great, it's a great piece of music. However, he also did The Batman. The Batman was great. The Batman was great. The music was not great. I could listen. I don't like to say this shit this often. I could have scored the Batman. Werewolf by Night came out on October seventh, which was six days ago as of this recording. Um, I don't know if any of this is right. The budget in the box office don't exist. Okay, you got a ninety-one percent critic rating and a ninety-three percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a sixty-nine on Metacritic. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, I've got a negative review here from Robbie Collin of the Daily Telegraph, uh, who says. Daily Telegraph UK, by the way, says splits the difference between a feature and a half hour TV episode and manages to feel both draggy and sly in the process. I can, I think just give me a positive review. Okay. Okay. I have thoughts. Oh man. This is from Akara Kirk at get JB. I think I pronounced Sorry. everything there wrong. <laughs> well, well, you got probably a get right. Get, probably get. Got Kirk right. Yeah. What was the, what was the last word? JB? JB? Yeah. Like Jabo, but JB. Like Jabo. Like baby with a J. JB. <laughs> this review, I'm pretty sure they're from the Australia. Uh, this review is exactly how I feel about this movie. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. I think conceptually, this special is just so cool. I would agree with that. Right. <laughs> I would agree with that. Before we delve into the movie, you know, I have to sidetrack this real quick. Your your Australian accent just made me think. Have you seen the video on TikTok that's like, so if Australians started adopting uh, calling non-binary people as non-binary, and then the Australian person responding and being like, yeah, uh, I can see us doing this. It'd be like, yeah, tell us your pronies. Tell us your pronzas. Oh, you non-binary. <laughs> and then another Australian person responding was like, I don't know why you didn't think of this, but it'd be give us your pronies. We love a we love a, a royal we to talk about ourselves. Mm. Give us your pronies, your pronzas, your prongas. That's so good. 
<laughs> I was like, it's a whole different language. Can I tell you something I do that I think is probably not that funny uh, and is probably borderline offensive? Uh, okay. I don't do it on purpose. Okay. I just, like, I see the joke and I just dive in on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is the setup. Somebody's Twitter name is I heart Spider-Man slash Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. In their bio is a queer pride flag is a trans flag. Is not like the word ally? <laughs> yeah. I, in my brain start thinking, how could Spider-Man and Hawkeye be your pronouns? <laughs> how does that replace he, him? I, I did see a really good one the other day that was like, listen, your pronouns can't be he, they that's one over T Y. Reduce your f- fractions. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I, every single comment was like, queers can't do math. <laughs> it's, it's literally like just straight up looking at the camera, like produce your fucking fractions. <laughs> That's one over tie. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, uh, what, how'd you, what'd you say? This is a Marvel Halloween special. special I their first this. ever TV special. Uh, in the MCU. It may be the least MCU thing that's ever been part of the MCU. Yeah, no. Um, uh, I think what they're introducing here and what the what we'll see is their only cameo was Man Thing. Who's Man Thing? Exactly. Is that Ted? I don't know. I had to be told that Man Thing was in this. So I, I would assume it's Ted. I mean, or Werewolf maybe by like Night the Scottish is, guy. Werewolf by Night is a comic. Yeah. Like, so it's not like that's the only cameo. Like, all of this is Marvel content. Well, that's not a, that's that's not a cameo. You is don't it, say like Dr. Strange has a cameo and Dr. Strange is the multiverse of madness. That's what I'm saying is, is none of it like has man thing been in any other Marvel content? No. Okay. Then it's not a cameo. Oh, I don't know. This was rad. This was so cool. This made me so mad though. I'll tell you why. Cause when it was over, I was like, I want more of these. I want, I want these monster flicks, but I also don't. Well, so here's the great news is this was done so perfectly that like there are hundreds of these. It is exactly the same. I know. And like the bad costume, like nobody has ever acting. Nobody's ever done like a pastiche, like a parody better. Nobody's like an homage better in the history of film. Cause it, it just a hundred percent. Cause I, I've watched a lot of like thirties horror movies. That was my dad's shtick. Like the you know the original Wolfman, the original Frankenstein, Bram Stoker's Dracula, like they are exactly like this. It to to the T. But are they? Yes. Am I going to be frustrated by the like time period? I mean, yes, I think you are because you're the kind of person that lets that stuff bother you. I don't think I do. You do. No, hundred percent. I, like, I read classic books. I like classic books in a way that a lot of our friends don't. Sure. You refuse to like classic movies <laughs> in a lot of the way that your friend doesn't. I like, I like I've been reading. You it. watched It's a Wonderful Life in color. I would do it again. I'd do it again right now. That's, that's. I wouldn't watch this in color. In fact, at the end when it became color, I was like, stupid, stupid. I do. I am a sucker for the Schindler's List thing. With like the one We're red just, thing. Yeah, just the one red thing. I do. So this is what I think we're introducing here is. As far as the MCU goes, and we have to have this conversation, uh, I think really what the grander takeaway from this is, is that outside of the Infinity Stones, there are stones of power. I think that we started tackling that in the Loki series when they just had drawers full of Infinity Stones. But I think that what do they call the the 
finite stone in this. The bloodstone. The bloodstone. Yeah. I think there will be more relics like that that pop up. And I guess there's there's the uh, Moon Knight is basically that. Yeah. They could well, shot Moon Knight like this. Oh, my God. This was so, Take like, me, Daddy. so that, um, that scene where he transforms into the werewolf and it's shown exclusively because of shadow in the shadow on her as there's like a slow zoom in on her face. That is obviously like a practical effect now. And it's like, a, it is an homage now. That's like the only way they could do that back then. Right. So it is like, a, it is a straight up like the wolf man, like rip off, but it, it never felt cheesy. It never, I mean, it felt cheesy, but it felt like intentionally cheesy. It didn't feel like it was stealing. And they didn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't corny. Yeah. You know what this feels like it's in the same vein as? I do not. What is it in the same vein as? Doctor Who Christmas specials. Yeah. Matt Smith era, late Yeah. Tenet, like, Where they're like, we're going to do like, like a, a little thing. movie. Yeah. We're going to do a thing. Yeah. We're going to do Scrooge, but with space fish. Yeah. We're going to do Scrooge with space fish. Yeah. Are we thinking of the same one? Probably. There was one with the, the fish. We're like, instead of snowing it, like fished. I'm not thinking of that one. I'm thinking of, uh, I thought it was a Christmas Carol. It's the one with Dumbledore. Yeah. Where he plays Scrooge with the fish and the girl. Yeah. Okay. And the fish. I don't he wants to see the fish. fish. Wants to see the, oh, it, you're right. It does. It rains fish in that. One. Yeah. I love I've watched movie. it much more recently than you, I believe. Cle oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I've watched it since college. I got two Doctor Who clips on my TikTok feed the other day. Sent both of them straight to you and both of them. I got chills watching chills. Oh, I didn't, I was not in a, when you sent me the, the Vincent, the doctor one, I was literally not in a position to watch it. Oh my God. Like I, I, I saw the, the, I recognized Matt Smith's face yeah. in the, in the, Jose Dorsey, and I was like, I can't watch this scene right do now. This. I can't, can't do, do it. it. I can't do, do it right now. It, 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 I mean, he's I'm, the finest painter. It's, it's a, it's a top five episode of television ever. I think he's not just the finest painter, but also perhaps one of the greatest men. God. Bill Nye. To get Bill Nye to do that is just cruel. Oh, God. Just cruel. There's going to be a news article one day that he's passed, and that, I think, will be the first one since, like, Robin Williams that I'm like. Yeah, that'll be a, a, a bad one. <laughs> you know there's been mean? a There's been a few, but that'll be a bad one. That's going to be weird. I mean, Alan Rickman died. Yeah, Alan Rickman. But Alan Rickman, I would say Bill Nye needs Um, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Chadwick Boseman. I've seen almost all of his that, films. That, so was, that, one, that, hurt. that one was just so, God. like, because, like, Alan Rickman was at least like old. I know Chadwick was like in his thirties. I think he's ready to run the jewels. You yeah, know I mean he was. Uh, I was. I'd be somebody. pretty bummed if Fat Mike died. I don't know who. Not Fat, Fat Mike. Mike. Is. Killer Mike. Who's that? The the guy from Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, I don't the think, scary one, not the white one. I don't think I would even notice. I'd be like, oh man, they put out some bangers for those movies. They would do a lot of movies where, like, if somebody was like, we got a movie coming out, we need a cool rap song, like a hard cool rap song. They would run the jewels. To do it. No, the, the those songs were like already done. This is what they sound like. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's the same with Kendrick Lamar, right? They, they're like, hey, we need a song for Black Panther. And he's like, yeah, okay. I already did it. Yeah. I wrote it when I was 14. Yeah. You guys, you didn't know who I was then, but I was sitting in my house thinking about Black Panther, the movie, waiting for Ryan Coogler to call me up. I'm waiting on that call from Ryan Coogler every day of my Um. I don't think he's going to call. I don't think he's going to call you. I don't know what he call you about. To make a song for the next Black Panther no, movie, I don't think that's gonna happen. Be like, hey, I'm gonna screen the Black Panther movie. I want to know what. No, he. I think he doesn't care what you think about Black Panther. <laughs> he maybe he'll call me up and say, hey, I, uh, I'm making a new movie about a historical Black legend, and can I want to. Can you know play what, the villain? Can you? <laughs> oh my god! 
Lucas Black was busy. <laughs> yeah, to- you, Topher Grace was busy. Can you play the villain? Can you played <laughs> clan leader David Duke. <laughs> Lucas Black was on the baseball team. I don't think 42 was a Ryan Coogler movie. No, it's not. I yeah. just, I was thinking about actors who like, man, you were on NCIS and Tokyo Drift. You don't get to meet. So we didn't, we didn't record yesterday because I was having a bad day. Yeah, I remember. You know what I did instead? Did you watch I, 42? No, I watched The Fast and the Furious. Tokyo Drift or the no, first No, the original one. one. First one, Brian. You come here every week, every day. You ask me how the tuna is. It was crappy yesterday. It's crappy today. It'll be crappy tomorrow. It'll be so good. All the tuna, no crust. And they just like, like go hassle him for that. He's the only person that eats food from their restaurant. And they're hassling him for it. What a great movie. Ugh, you owe me a 10 second car. You, did you see the TikTok where they timed out that last uh, race? No. The like the the 10 second quarter mile drag race takes like three and a half minutes of movie time. No way. Yeah. But how long did it, you know, I mean, like, did he get the 10 second car? I mean, yeah. So that scene where they, they pass the train, that also happens in cars. I think I said this last time we recorded. Perhaps my favorite movie quote of all time is is in cars. When Lightning McQueen is approaching the other truck and is like, Mac! Mac, oh my God, I can't believe I found you. And the truck goes, I ain't a Mac, I'm a Peterbilt. (laughs) Cars is maybe too self-aware. It definitely is the one where your brothers have the hardest time slamming it into the Pixar universe. I think it makes the most sense. There's actually a frame in Cars. This is my challenge to the Super Carlin brothers. And then I'll talk about my movie. I think that their, their reasoning on it is so weak. Of like people become the cars, therefore that's why they have human memories. I don't think that's it. I think just uh, say there was cars, Jesus. Like just say it. Just say it with your mouth. I think it was Toy Story to Cars that like the canon of how the toys work shifts a little bit from one to two because I just watched Toy Story one and two. Uh, well, the the canon of how toys work in Toy Story one didn't exist. Toy Story one was a screen test. <laughs> That was an experiment. It was a group project that leaked. You can't watch it. I watched it it's yesterday. Awful. It's it's not a bad movie. But no, it's, but it's, it, it's, looks, it looks like it looks like it a looks like scene five polygons. Too. It's so bad. <laughs> there were legitimately cutscenes from from Final Fantasy seven that were better than that. Yeah, there were. Um, I watched. There's a scene in Cars right when Sally shows Lightning the motel. Yeah. Right before they pull up, there's a shot where there are little tiny beetles and they're like bug sized. I think that breaks the Pixar theory. Yeah. Yeah. That's my theory. I did like in in the realm of their That's the hardest thing to fit in, not onward. Yeah, onward's easy. Onward explains itself. It's on a different planet. On another planet. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> that, that is the easiest one. Um the least satisfying though for that reason. But their their idea that um the actor that plays Buzz Lightyear in Lightyear in the Pixar universe is the person that goes on to become Lightning McQueen. I disagree. That's a pretty good theory. They thought they did a lot of thinking about it. I think I was watching Toy Story One. There were so many opportunities for nods in Lightyear that I I don't feel like we got we got some. We got some good ones. I think they wanted to stand on its own though. It uh, yeah. Lightyear's good. It is good, man. I think about that robot that can't give directions. <laughs> like, I can't say the word south anymore. <laughs> all I can hear is, leave the base, then head south. <laughs> At the second stoplight, no, that's not right. Leave the base, then head south. And the fact that it comes back to it at the end, <laughs> the war's over and he's just like, please head south. <laughs> Who decided that? 
too good. It's too, it's good, too good, man. Uh, here's actually what I was thinking. Let's about. talk about Werewolf by Night. No, I want to talk about something else. Okay. Um, I think I want to watch content. I want to watch content for people my age. I think not that the MCU isn't, not that the Disney stuff isn't, but like, yeah, there's so much stuff out. You want to watch like TV and movies for grownups? Yeah. How dare you? That's what I'm freaking saying. You've been the guy the whole time we were doing the show. It's like, um, no, uh, it's all about this stuff. I, you, you know, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm glad. It happened last year when we were doing the reading challenge. I picked up a young adult book and I was like, nope, can't read this. This, I'm not a teenager. And I don't think. Oh man, when it comes I to reading. I don't think the way teenagers think anymore. When, I, when it comes to reading, I am a 45 year old slightly Christian mom. <laughs> like I won't read actual smut, but I'll read like Emily Henry romance novels all day long. Yeah. All day long. I, I think I'm past new adult. I think I'm properly into like, these books are for grownups. Yeah. Like I read the, the midnight library by Matt Haig last year. Yeah. And it's like, it's about a 35 year old woman that it like feels depressed all the time. Yeah, I've read it. And yeah. I was like, God, Man, 35, she's old as fuck. And I was like, nope, she is at this point seven years older than me. Yeah, you're closer to 35. She's closer. Than yeah, I, I, I am. I am indeed. And I, I, I've, you know, I lived more in stuff in my 28 years than she did in 35. So, but she never got I mean, depression's not a competition, but like I had just as much reason to be heavily depressed as she did. Uh, it sounds like you had more and you're winning. I am winning. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm winning the reasons to have depression race with like most people that I talk to. You deserve like an award. And it's like, it, it is, it is a heart because like people don't find the dark hero about it funny. Like you almost deserve, ever. You deserve a 25 Memlexa pro. <laughs> I take five. Fun fact. Five milligrams. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to 10. I mean, realistically, yeah, you should notice your, your Adderall more than your Lexapro. All I'm saying is these are both prescribed by my physician. Correct. So it's not but like, like I'm, I'm just realistically, you, know. you don't want to notice the Lexapro at all. And you definitely want to notice the Adderall. I think both of those drugs, 20 years time, we will look back on and be like, can you take in that stuff every day? Can you believe we didn't just have brain implants <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we didn't have Johnny pro that's, that's Lexapro's. Yeah. Can you believe we didn't all just drink mushroom coffee every morning? Right. Like what were we thinking? What were we thinking? Mushroom yeah. coffee, mud water saves the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not depressed anymore. I've been, I've, I haven't been depressed since I started alpha brain. Oh God. No, stop. Don't say that. Somebody's about to Google it and be like, Oh man, their website will suck them in. The Joe Sales Rogan funnels. experience. Sales funnels. Got them. Now. That's the only problem with alpha brain. Honestly, is the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> Joe Rogan is a character, man. He's a, I think Elon Musk might be an alien. I mean, you, you think, think about this. He has to be fooling us, right? Like he has to be full of it. Think about this. This we're about to be two white dudes. Praise Elon Musk. The podcast. I'm not about to praise Elon Musk. Praise Elon Musk, but we're about to highlight his accomplishments. Think about this. If you were an alien that came to earth and you were like, man, back to Mars stat, you'd call Elon Musk. No, I think you'd be Elon you'd Musk. You'd be Elon Musk. And you would be like, uh, okay, what does this planet... No, I think you'd be Jeff Bezos. No, think about this. You, you, would, like, you would hire Elon Musk to like test the waters for you. <laughs> so no. people didn't think you were a Martian. But think about this. Like, If you showed up on Earth and you're like, I got to get off this planet, what does it have the capability already to get me to Mars? No, it doesn't. Okay. 
Does it have the resources to get me to Mars? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay, how do I get those resources? Become the wealthiest man alive. Okay, yeah. easy enough. Do that. Check. Uh, two, they need infrastructure and- It's when you think about the buying Twitter that really breaks the Pixar theory right. here. <laughs> so like, if he's an alien, he's not a very good one. <laughs> Although, you know, if he was like, okay, well, I, you know, I, I am the wealthiest man alive. I also need influence over the world without getting into politics. <laughs> By Twitter. I'm imagining like an alien version of Settlers of Catan. It's like, okay, you've got Space Force, you've got nuclear war, you've got money, and you've got Twitter. <laughs> it's like, I'll trade you eight sheep for five Twitter. <laughs> um, I think it's a totally different approach than Ford Prefect. He was a hitchhiker. I did to figure out who you were talking about. Um, you think Elon Musk is an alien? What were, how do we get here? You mentioned the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yeah. You said Joe Rogan's a character. He's got to be. He can't be like that all the time. No, I think he is. I think yeah, that's he's like that all the time. That's the scariest thing about it. I, I wonder what some of these politicians are actually like. I really do. Like, I would love to sit down with some of these people and not to have an intelligent conversation with them and like learn anything about them, just to like observe. I think that's like I, I legitimately I don't know what anybody who runs for political office does for fun. Your golf is a business thing. Do you think golf's where the deals get done? I think we, we what, what I'm most afraid of these days is Ellen DeGeneres having fun with George Bush at a baseball. It would end the world. No, that happened. Did it? Yeah, that happened. Oh. It was years ago now. Uh, well, okay. Modern day. It would, it I mean, would, not years ago. It was like two years ago hmm. or pre COVID, but it was within like, I don't want to go golfing with, it is, it I don't is, want to go golfing with Mitch McConnell. But I also don't want to be told that, like, if I golf with Mitch McConnell, I'm a bad person. I mean, if if you golf with Mitch McConnell, you're a bad person. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. M Mitch McConnell, probably an extreme example. Yeah. And and we always get reviews saying the show's getting too political. So we'll leave Mitch McConnell out of it. I don't want to be told if I golf with Chris Pratt that I'm a bad person. Um, No, I think everybody has that ha people have a right to tell you that. If like, I just about, go golf and have a good time. Yeah, I think with if, you, if you associate with Chris Pratt publicly, I think they have a right to tell you that. I don't think he should be canceled, but I also, I, I, I do think people have a right to disagree with Chris Pratt and the way he I, But that's himself. what I'm saying is I want to say, I, I, for one thing, I do disagree with Mitch McConnell and I do disagree with Chris Pratt, Yeah, but I don't think that Chris Pratt's and I's disagreements have to keep us apart permanently. No, I don't but think it's that this, there can but, be no, but it's the same problem of like, you, you do have to understand who you associate with. Like I, I, that, I understand that, but my fear, that's what I'm saying. My fear is, is that like, I wouldn't be able to be friends with Chris Pratt. If all of our conversations ever did not like, we did not talk about the things we disagreed on. I don't think it. I, I so I don't, I think golfing with Mitch McConnell makes you a bad person. Golfing with Chris Pratt gives people the ability to think you're a bad person. I think they're wrong. I think they're making assumptions. Correct. But like you're, you're talking about a person who Chris Pratt and I big Bubba Watson fans, and we want to talk Bubba Watson on the back nine. I mean, sure. Yeah. I would love to do that. We're big. Uh, Dale Jr. is a big Commanders fan. I'd golf with Dale Jr. Dale That's Jr. is probably a solid dude. Yeah. <laughs> From everything I've ever heard that would, and I've heard Dale Jr. talk a lot, much more than Chris Pratt. Really? Yeah. Really? I get Dale Jr. on my TikTok 48 times a day. Really? Dale Jr. Yeah. He is on, he is on, he has podcasts and he is on podcasts nigh on constantly. He has also been completely and utterly fucked over by the system in ways that I know that you don't know and not that you should know, but like that I have learned through this, like Dale's wife, Dale seniors wife 
the one, the, 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 the second one that is not Junior's mom is a real piece of garbage. Really? This is what I talked. I told you when you were like, Austin Dillon shouldn't be allowed to drive the three and track house is letting Austin Dillon drive the three because as soon as somebody stops driving it, she gets ownership of it. Really? Yeah. It goes to her. It doesn't go back to Roger Childress. It goes to her and she can decide what to do with the three forever. Can you golf with her if you don't talk about Dale? No, no. I, it, in many circles, she is worse than Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell probably a pretty big NASCAR fan. Can you talk? Mitch, can you talk NASCAR with Mitch McConnell? I'm not sure Mitch McConnell can talk. I don't want to talk about Mitch. McConnell. Have you seen? Okay, have fine, you seen Men in fine. Black? Oh no, 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 back it up. Back no, it up. I just want to say this. Have you have seen, seen? Yes, the original Men in Black. Black. Yeah, Mitch McConnell is the villain from Men in Black. He's he's Vincent D'Onofrio in a bug suit inside of Vincent D'Onofrio's skin. If you go to a wedding and Chris Pratt is there, you are not responsible for the, the, the people that are at a wedding that you went to end of story, but you go to the wedding correct? and you are in line and Chris Pratt's in front of you. And the two of you talk about the NFL because you're both fans of different teams and you talk about the season. I don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong with talking to Chris Pratt. I don't particularly think there's anything wrong. I don't love Chris Pratt. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with Chris Pratt. He has he has denounced his some of his opinions in I think a, a pretty satisfactorial way. Can you talk to Joe Rogan in line at a wedding? Yeah, you think? Yeah. Fi- hey, find me an opinion that Joe Rogan has. Dude has a lot of opinions. You ever listen to that? No, you ever listen to that show? He doesn't. He does not give an opinion ever. Yes, he does. No, he does not. He goes, "Wow, I never thought about that." No, he gives lots of opinions, man. Because when he gets somebody on there that he disagrees with, he grills into them. Right, but he doesn't. He doesn't end conversations though. Like he doesn't have. He doesn't come to points. I don't know, man. I liked Fear Factor when I was a kid. I don't dislike the Joe Rogan experience. I think he's a great interviewer. I think when I think of the the best living interviewers, I actually go to. Uh, I can't even think of his. As Graham Norton. Graham Norton, obviously, but that's uh, the only person I care about. The dude on Hot Ones, Sean. Evan. Oh, I don't know. I never watched that show. Oh, so freaking. Yeah. You talk about somebody that does their research. Oh, I know. I believe it. I'm not like th- that. There was, I meant no disdain in that. I just don't watch it. Uh, no particular reason. I just don't. Where I also don't watch Graham Norton. I don't watch it live. But that course. comes up way more often. Oh, my, my Tiki Talk. Oh, my Tiki Talk. Uh, Werewolf by Night. It's because the set's orange. I'll tell you that much. Huh? The set that Graham Norton has is mostly orange. That's why it comes up. You think? Yeah. I think people think about Graham Norton a lot more because the set is orange. I think it's the low back couches. I think it's the fact that he does like just gets four random people that aren't in a movie together to hang out. He usually gets four people who are promoting a movie at the same time. Different movies. Yeah. Different movies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, here's the cast of Passenger. Right. That's the reason I can think Chris Pratt would be on Graham Norton. I don't know why that's the first thing that came up. I don't think he was in Passenger. Passengers? Is that that the sci-fi Chris Pratt movie? Yeah. With uh, With Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. And uh, man, you want to oh, talk? Dude. You want to talk about a movie that pisses me off? I love that movie. Uh, who is the? She was not mad enough. No, who's the bartender in that? Movie? Uh, why do I want to say Sam Rockwell? It's not Sam Rockwell. I want to say the name that keeps coming to mind is, is it uh, Michael Sheen. The name that keeps coming to mind is why can I not remember this person? The um the Family Guy dude, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. I don't not think Seth it is MacFarlane. Though. Hey, fat man. It's Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael. Sheen. I was right the second time. Yeah, it's Michael Sheen. You should watch Good Omens. I would like to. Michael he's, Sheen and David Tennant. Yeah, Michael Sheen and David Tennant. It's Tenet. really good. Uh, Make a I've, second season. I've read Good Omens. It's a great book. There's a copy Love of that it book. that is waterlogged about six feet behind us. 
I think that would make Terry Pratchett happy. With that, I like I lost the book in the flood. Yeah, I think that would make him happy. <laughs> He's a weird guy, man. He'd be like, ah, oh, yes, the disc flooded onto your. Um, so Werewolf by Night. What do we, what do we think about our leads here? Um, uh, you know, honestly, Gal Garcia Bernal and Lauren Ferrero. Not Lauren Ferrero. You think she's listening? Oh, you want I I no no I don't. Lauren Ferrero, if you're listening, man, don't, you do know not who call I call me. You but know like, who I know. you know who I ran into Lauren today. Ferrero. No, I did not run into Lauren Ferrero. I don't want to run into Lauren Ferrero. She's got some questionable opinions. Does she? Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Saw her on Facebook the other day. Really saying something I did not particularly gotten to. Uh, so sorry if you are listening. We can have a conversation. You know, I ran into today at at Twisted Track, Ashlyn Mastrangelo. Yo, she's got like a bunch of kids now. Yeah. She has not aged a minute. Not a minute, yeah. Not a... I look old. You know what's crazy? She became... She has not aged a minute. She became good friends with Molly Raber. I also saw Molly Raber tonight. Which but was... But not at Twisted Track. Ashlyn... Which was weird because Ashlyn was like... When I was in high school, my girlfriend's best friend. Yeah. And when I wasn't with my girlfriend, I always had a crush on Molly Raber. And now Ashlyn... I'm Molly sure Molly Raber's listening to this like, what the fuck? Molly absolutely knew this. She pissed me off so much. She hit me up like two years after we got out of college and was like, you know, I always had a crush on you in high school. And I was like, I'm engaged, not interested. Uh, but also, no, you didn't. But anyway, so in this episode of Tyler and Ethan docks people I went to high school with, uh, Ashlyn Mistrangelo, Ashlyn Black, I think is your name now, I believe. You knew Pickles' name? That was really sweet. That's really um, cool. But yeah, you look no different at all. Whenever I run into people from high school, they always know my kids' names. Yeah. I don't know their kids' names. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know Ashlyn Beach's kids' names. Tell you what's crazy. I work with. I'm sorry, I'm Ashlyn Beach. If you're listening, I, I'm sorry about your divorce. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've been following it on, on your Facebook. I wouldn't be surprised if she listened. You know, it's crazy. Sometimes you hit people up and you're like, "Oh yeah, I actually do a podcast," and they'll be like, "Oh no, yeah, I, I listen li- every episode. I, I listen every week." Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Like, like people you knew from yeah, high school. People, and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you. I don't even know what city what you live in right now. Lauren. Laura. Laura. Laura something. Laura Page. The woman that plays Eliza Bloodstone. <laughs> Laura Donnelly. Um, let me tell you, I loved the characters. I, I thought, loved all of them. Yeah, uh, I liked the Scottish dude. Yeah, he was great. I liked the the dude in the all white with the fur, like James Charles or whatever. Yeah. He was great. I mean, it was it was a very like, you know, I'm a sucker for the most dangerous game. Yeah. Right. Like it was very much a like, this is we're gonna do a the most game, dangerous game thing. Like they did this on last season of the Adventure Zone. And the whole time I was just like, fuck, this is so good. I want to know about you hunting people. <laughs> but I I mean, but I don't want to do it. I have no desire to I hunt people. I play Fortnite. Big big on that. If we streamed Fortnite, and by we, I mean I. I don't want to play Fortnite. You are resisting this so hard. I don't find Fortnite that fun. You just haven't played. I played recently. When? Three months ago? I mean, it hasn't changed. It's the same game. But it was like, I don't know. I'd just rather play something else. I haven't I, played a shooter in a long time. I'll tell you this about Fortnite. I played... I play solo almost always, but the other day I started playing duos and, and, and squads or whatever. And I, I do get why people do that so much. Yeah. I believe it. I was, you know, what sucked playing borderlands by yourself. I mean, to be fair, that's a completely different mechanic. Playing borderlands by yourself. They made it harder on purpose. Yeah. So playing borderlands by yourself when you have, like, I didn't mind playing borderlands by myself when I knew that there would be times that you and I would be playing together. But it is very hard for me to plug it up now and just play like a whole campaign. Yeah, when the third one came out, I didn't have you or Sean or Phil. Right. I was, I was like, like, what do I do with this? It's so long. It's so hard. 
Uh, no, I just play a lot of Ted Lasso FIFA these days. I don't have Ted Lasso. I bought the FIFA. new FIFA that's got Ted Lasso on it. Yeah. It's great. They did a really good job with that. Um, nailed it. Nailed it. I love Ted Lasso. Like they even, they nailed the goofy way that, that Brett Goldstein runs. Really? Yeah. Like perfectly. That's so good. Like if you look, if you're looking at the whole field, you can be like, that, that one's Roy Kent. <laughs> just based on the like. I didn't know Roy Kent was that. I thought it was just Ted. No, it's, got the it's whole team. all the whole team. That's crazy cool. The whole team. Yeah. And Sam they're like, Obasanya? they're like not very good either. So like, it's, it's like, like if you're playing, if you're playing in league one, not in league one, if you're playing in the championship, then you're like the best team. If you're playing in the premier league, you're the worst team. Really? Yeah. It's like where they put them right there. I think Jamie Tart's the best player. He's like an 84. Hmm. But yeah, Sam Obusanya is in it. Danny Rojas is in it. Jamie Tart's in it. Roy Kent's in it. Mo Bumbercatch is in it. <laughs> Who's the captain that was like the captain for like two episodes? Big black dude. Isaac McAdoo. Yes. Isaac McAdoo keeps getting injured. Let me tell you what, goalkeeper Terry Zero, you suck. I know you're not a real person, but you suck, dude. <laughs> uh, Scott Sterling. Anyway, we're off by night. This was so fun. It was like it was just such so a freaking fun. blast from front to back. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it and you're listening to this, like I, you know what it's akin to? Sherlock. Okay. In what way? In that it's kind of a mini movie. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. This is the con. It's, this is the length of content I want every time. <laughs> I want a full story. I do in think about it is. An hour. I do think it is shorter than every episode of Sherlock. It. Yeah, I think you're right. I think every episode of Sherlock's over an hour. Uh or it's like a two-parter. Uh, Sherlock, man, Sherlock is so. We don't give Sherlock enough credit. I know that for a long time we, like, we as a people, uh, gave Sherlock way too much credit, and then it swung the other way, where it's like being into British stuff is stupid. But being, like in a lot of in a lot of cases, lame. in a lot of cases, I'll be honest with you, in a lot of cases, their TV is flat out better. It <laughs> like, was, I mean, pre-streaming service, yeah, yeah, but like even to to, to this day, like I mean, the best competition show on television is Bake Off. People do love them. Some I've always been a Bake Off's fantastic. Triple G guy myself, but I know that's it's not even similar. I know that's also like the least popular opinion you could possibly have. I, it's a me thing. It's a me. I guarantee you, Triple G is fine. More people watch Triple G than no shot. Guarantee under no circumstances. Maybe because Bake Off has taken off in the U.S. That's not the case. But in their own markets, obviously because the U.S. is much larger. Triple I, G. I bet it. you it still doesn't doesn't track the way you think it does. You think? I think, yeah. People love them. Some Guy Fieri, man. This is like the WWE, though. Like, Guy Fieri is the WWE. Of no, he is cooking. not. He is absolutely not. I was thinking about the WWE. That's the opposite of the kind of content I want us to put out, which is like <laughs> four hours of nothing but build up every Monday. <laughs> uh, but what if we had a WWE? Oh, well, now I feel stupid. Yeah? I mean, not necessarily, but like the top headline. I, I searched Bake Off viewership, and the top headline is Bake Off suffers crushing blow as viewing figures drop dramatically. Boom. Guy Fieri. Hunter Fieri. I don't like it when people wear Guy Fieri costumes for Halloween. I think it's probably the least offensive costume you could put on, but I love Guy Fieri, and I feel like they're making fun of him. I feel like if you don't respect him, it's... it's also, if Guy Fieri comes out tomorrow and says some, like, real awful stuff... I can't see that happening. No, he... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's progressive. Can you golf with Guy Fieri? I, I don't care what you say. I would golf. Yeah, you definitely can. Can you golf with Daniel Day-Lewis? You think that dude, like, only has good opinions? I don't think you could tell me an opinion that Daniel Day-Lewis has. I feel like, yeah, he doesn't even show up anywhere. He, he's dressed as the turf. Right. <laughs> he's, he's method acting. Right. I've, I Lewis. Adrian Brody. Can I golf with Adrian? No. No. Will Smith. Probably, yeah. 
Uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, the name that keeps coming to mind is Nan I Golf With. I don't think you want to golf with any. I think it would ruin the whole sh- I'm working on this. This. Why have there been so many seasons of Guy's Grocery Games? Jesus Christ. 28 seasons? I thought it was like 42 is too many. It hasn't been around that long. Guy Fieri's not 42 years old, I don't think. He definitely is. He, is. he definitely is. He hasn't been doing TV for 42 like years. 30 or like a 25 at is least. Is what I was trying to talk son. about. I don't know what this means. I don't know what these numbers mean. You ever get into math? You- I'm trying to find how many people watched the first episode of the new season of Guy's Grocery Games. What would you say? How, do I ever get into math that I can't do? Yeah, you ever like start doing math and then all of a sudden you're like, yes. oh, so, I'm in too deep. So let me tell you what. This is why you're supposed to show your work. Let me tell you what. <laughs> we at the office are preparing this weekend to have a booth at GoFest where we sell coffee, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to like make coffee with big industrial coffee makers and sell coffee to people that want to buy coffee at GoFest. And do you have like baristas or anything? No, we're just making ourselves like a black. It's just like coffee. Just like you get at a tent at GoFest. You've been to GoFest. You know how, you know how coffee works? You want to GoFest on Friday. Yeah. Um, well, so like, and and <laughs> we're trying to figure out how many cups, the coffee cups, go into like a 12 ounce cup of coffee to like figure out how much to make. But also our machine is only in liters. Oh. So like I got to figure out how many grounds to use for X number of liters of water to then make X number of ounces of coffee. You bring too much. I mean, just bring way too much. No, it's like we're not bringing it like we're making it like on site. It's like I just need to know how much like, you know, how much ground goes in each. Oh, I see what you're each saying. like that. Yeah. So like I'm making coffee with a 2.2 liter coffee machine to fill a 1.8 liter air pot to fill 12 ounce cups of coffee Jeez. with ground coffee that like runs in like cups because a co- because a cup of coffee is five ounces. That was six ounces. Nobody knows. And also, the ratio you're supposed to use for coffee is a big fucking secret. Like, no coffee just says, hey, put this much in. My understanding is always it's like, it's too, Some people be like, oh, it's one tablespoon per, per number on the side. Per of number it. on the side of the thing. And then some people be like, no, it's two. Some people be like, no, it's a half. I, I go for about one. And I saw a, a, we were looking it up, and it was like, for a 2.2 for a liter brew, you're going to want to use five and a half ounces of ground coffee. That's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. That seems like a lot. Five and a half ounces of ground coffee is a lot of ground coffee. It was like like forty scoops, like like coffee scoop scoops. No, you, it should be two scoops. What do you mean for twelve ounces of coffee? No, like for the for the pot, like for oh, a two for a two point two liter pot of coffee. So you just need to know how many ounces are in a two point two liter pot. Yeah, it's not that simple. We could. That's that's the dumbass math I would do. Yeah, it 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 gets confusing. I don't know how many people watch the uh watch guys grocery games but a a bad year for bake-off is 5.2 million viewers an episode and i don't think there's any show on food network doing those numbers you don't think no that's huge how many people watch like stranger thing i don't know that that is like a, a number we have you think more people watch mr beast than guy fiat yeah you know my thing about mr beast is either you know who he is or you have no idea so mr beast is free right guys grocery games not free well, it's free if you have cable if you're like a book right but cable's not free Right, but I mean, neither is the internet. Yeah, but you can get free internet. You can go to the library and watch Mr. Beast videos. like. And you can go to the freaking auto shop and sit in the... You're not... No, you're... I, I, I'm sorry. You've done this a lot recently. You're not winning cables free. It's not happening. I think... I'm not giving, I'm not think giving you that one. You have access to 
in waiting rooms, in, in all of these places, you, I mean, maybe not to be a regular viewer, but you will see HGTV and food network in semi public places. You can go to a bar and watch the football game. Yeah. I might be, which don't happen on cable. Well, yes, they do. No, they don't. One of them doesn't. What are you talking about? Thursday night football is on NBC, CBS and Fox are not cable. I mean, most people who have a TV have some sort of multi-channel. I'm getting ahead of myself with that. Not with our audience. So 5.2 million people watch Bake Off and uh, the new Game of Thrones show did 10 million. That's more than I would have thought. Really? Yeah. That's foolish. I didn't think anybody watched that show. That's absolutely foolish. I don't watch It's not Rings of Power. I don't think anybody watches that show. They don't. I don't think anybody. I think Rings of Power and Game of Thrones 2 were like, honestly, nail in the coffin for people to be like, you know what? I don't need to watch everything. No, I think I think pretty much everybody was like, no, Game of Thrones 2 rips. Let's go. I'm excited about this. Really? Yeah. I have not met it. I've not heard a single person complain about it. I see that's I think I got to that point around when Moon Knight came out where I was like, I don't know if I can do it. I watched Moon Knight. I have watched one episode of She-Hulk, zero episodes of Miss Marvel, zero episodes of Andor and three episodes of uh, Kenobi. And I, I don't know if I can ever go back. It's just too much crap. It's just like, oh, it's, it's just, like, uh, just, just, just give it I to think, me at one time. I think I've been in the fandoms for too long. That's it's, why I think I had this revelation where I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch stuff. The grownups like, I'm going to watch that Dahmer show. If they didn't, don't watch, watch the Dahmer show. Well, whatever. Yeah. You shouldn't watch the Dahmer show. Why? Because he was a piece of shit. And the families asked of the victims have asked you not to. No, they said that it was traumatizing for them to watch, which I'm not surprising. No, they said that they were fundamentally misrepresented by the show. And and you should listen to them. I mean, you, so you the, the person watching the Dahmer show, should feel bad. That's all I'm so, saying. So you turn on the thing. You, you the person consuming serial killer content on a regular basis, should feel bad. And I don't feel bad in saying that. I don't think you're a bad person. If you turn on Netflix, see that there's a new. I show didn't say they were a bad person. I said they should feel bad. I don't think you're a bad person if you go on Netflix because I mean the freaking T.C. Williams Titans were misrepresented. That's not how the season went. Everybody knew they were going to be freaking awesome. Right, but if if. It wasn't fake 23 blast with backside George reverse. Correct. It was like 45 to nothing. Correct. But it's not like, <laughs> remember the Titans wasn't like these guys deserved racism. <laughs> were they asking for it? Were they too, were their clothing too revealing? Is that why people were racist towards them? Alice, like you blind. Like what? That's my brother. <laughs> we got to restart the camera. Anyway, I, I will find the figures at some later point in time. I do not think that 5.2 million people watched any episode of guys grocery games. Not in the first week, at least not in yeah, ratings week. I'm going to find out. I feel like, like United States TV rate, just cause we have, we have so many damn shows in this country. So many things to watch, but them, them, they, them over there in England, when bake off comes on, they still huddle around the campfire and, Sing grand old flag and shit like they 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 get around the TV and watch Bake Off. It's like a thing. Bake Off and, and, and these BBC shows, Sherlock, all of this. That's it's why they did such numbers. Everything's water cooler with them. Your mom's a water cooler. Anyway, yeah, 10 million people watched the first episode of uh, House of the Dragon and 10.5 million people watched the second episode in the first in the first however long they count. But also, hey, hey, Disney. I do just want you to notice werewolf by night is the thing we're talking about right now. Like that's what we're here to do the episode about. Um, you gave us one week run up to this and then just dropped it. And it was awesome. Just do that more. You have enough Marvel properties. You don't need to advertise all of them to death. What are you doing? Figuring this out. Just to come back to the podcast. Okay. Uh, here's my thing. 
about Werewolf by Night. I wish it wasn't even a Marvel property. I wish Disney was just like, hey, we made this cool thing. We made this really crazy, gory horror movie. I hope you like I it. I hope you like it. It's probably like R-rated if we released it in theaters. And I would be like, I do like this. I like this a lot. Did you see how they announced Deadpool 3 and then immediately delayed it? Did they really? Yep. That's I mean, delayed. Uh, Secret Wars is delayed. Blade is delayed or maybe canceled. Um, Marshall. And I just, I, it make nothing makes me happier than, than these things happening. Than Marvel being like, you know what? We should slow down. Not, not even that, but like then, because there's nothing I hate about Marvel more than the damn calendars where they're like, this is the, these are the movies we're going to be making 2029, <laughs> the hubris. So like I, if they fall on that a little bit, it makes, it, it makes me smile. But if they put out one of these werewolf by night baddies every year, uh, you know, it won't even be the same. This will have to be a sacred experience. I, I, I think you're going to see more of these because I think there's a Guardians Christmas special coming out this year. I know there's a Guardians Christmas special. I bet that slaps. The new medium. I think that's the way Marvel needs to approach it's it. holiday specials. I th- what, like specials, sort of TV movies. Like scrap the... I love that they were like, you know what, Armor Wars, that was going to be a show. There's a lot of freaking shows, guys. That's, we're just going to do a movie. Just it, we're just gonna make a lot more money and do a lot less. Work. I I understand why they're doing it and I get it. And Hulu was all like, oh, "We're gonna do the Handmaid's Tale like this," but like release some of them in batches for God's sake. Just like not everything needs to be a water cooler conversation. You can just drop all of you know Andor at one time. She-Hulk. They basically did, man. They dropped like three episodes of Andor. Yeah, but it's like it's like twelve episodes long. And the, well, the first two episodes of Andor was like, oh my god. I'm sure when I know all the all the context, this will be top tier cinema. Yeah, I mean the trailer Good looked amazing. Lord, but, this uh, is a lot. Yeah, dude, just like just drop them all at once. It clearly works for Stranger Things. Still, like you can do this. You can just suddenly be like, hey, by the way, we've I got think, we've I got think. Secret Wars or Armor Wars coming out tomorrow. Here's 15 episodes. Here's 15 episodes of Don Cheadle. It worked for Beyonce when she did Lemonade. I think Beyonce probably gets away with a lot of stuff. And Disney doesn't? <laughs> Is Star Sorry. Wars as powerful as Beyonce? Sorry. Yes. Uh, you think Kathleen Kennedy can can dance like that? Is what you're telling me? No. I think Kathleen Kennedy could pull strings like that. Yeah. It's not about the dancing or the singing for Beyonce. It's about the... Yes. It's, it's the mechanism. It's the machine of Beyonce. You know what's crazy? A lot of... Uh, a lot of Star Wars fans will say Kathleen Kennedy is the And I'll be like, man, I don't think there is a problem. Star Wars slaps. I love yeah. the direction we're going in right now. But I also recognize that, like, even though I think that if there was a scoreboard, Star Wars is obviously still doing numbers, but they're dropping. They're dropping. People they're don't like it off. as much as they did. They're dropping off. Not I don't, as many hey, people like it. I don't like it as much as they did when they put the season two of The Mandalorian out. Correct. Because you've just beaten me over the head with content ever since then. And like, Book of Boba Fett. Was okay at best. And I think that's the, this is what I think is the real challenge is you get one mess up if you are one of these massive franchises, especially on the TV shows. With the movies, whatever, you made a bad movie, we can move on because that's once in a while. See, I but if I have to sit once a week and watch Book of Boba Fett cast Power Rangers and then a couple of weeks later, you're like, hey, you want to check out this? A couple months later, you want to check out this Andor show? About, I'll tell you what, though. About the weakest character I'll in tell Rogue you what, one. though. I finished it. I couldn't do that with Kenobi. It oh, was so bad. Kenobi. It was so I like bad. Kenobi a lot. It was uh, painful. It was just, just I nostalgia. Like I like, oh no, I thought that one was good. Uh, I mean, I've heard that it gets better, but like, this is always my argument is like, if because people are like, oh, well, you got to give it more than just one episode. Like, I gave it three. There's six. 
I don't have to keep watching after three. It should be fucking good by three episodes. Even the the main Star Wars series was good by three. Yeah, it was good by one. No, not I'm talking about episodic. I mean, listen, I don't love the Phantom Menace. It's a pretty good pilot if you think about it like that. Yeah, I do like, love the Menace. Uh, no, you you love the idea of the Phantom Menace. You love the characters. You love the stories. Have you watched that movie recently? You know what's crazy? I thought about the Phantom Menace watching this and being like, I love the characters. I love the stories. Watching Werewolf by Night, I was like, I want to watch this 100 times so that these characters that have four lines, I know everything about them. Yeah, I love this movie. I couldn't, I could tell you Jack Russell, because that's a great name. Who's Jack Russell? He's the main guy. Like the dog? Yeah, like the dog. That's too good. He's too good, right? I I could tell you Eliza Bloodstone, and I could tell you Verusha. Couldn't have told you any of those. Eliza Bloodstone's the girl. I I get that. the, The lead. But like Scottish Eliza. guy, Scottish guy, not a clue. He might be man thing. No idea. People, people, we're going to get that, that, uh, IG commenter, that YouTube commenter. that's like, uh, man thing is from Belfast, not Belfast from Glasgow. Obviously he's that guy. You should have known this. Where's Glasgow? Who's Scotland. Glasgow? Oh, Scotland. Yeah. Glasgow. It's the place where they can't say burglar alarm. Burglar alarm. Cause the, that was the thing on top gear. At one point, Jeremy Clarkson was just like, who is from Glasgow? Say burglar alarm. And he was like, burglar alarm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I really, I thought the uh, choreography was really cool. I thought the music, oh, the high strings give me. Mid- I mean, for sure. Like <laughs> there was no way the music was going to be bad in this, right? You have a clearly a very accomplished, competent composer directing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that was obviously going to be one of its. its he didn't strengths. have to ask anybody to do anything. He was just like, I know exactly what I want right here. I loved the sets. Like, because this is this is basically in that respect, it's like basically an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. Where like Giacchino just I gotta get used to that, man. Saying oh, Michael, Giacchino Michael Giacchino just scored it instead of like using bell bottoms by the John Spencer Blues explosion. Right. Or, or 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 downtown by whoever sings that one. I just watched last night in Soho a couple weeks ago. That movie's crazy. Um crazy. Can I tell you about this movie? Mm-mm. Okay. So it's an Edgar Wright movie, it's the new one. Mm-hmm. Um I knew that. It's got Matt Smith in it. Love him. He's great. Right, he's fantastic. The doctor. But that's the thing, is like he's the doctor. He talks like this. He's Matt Smith. He's Prince Philip. He's Damon Targaryen. And then at one point he turns around in Last Night in Soho and goes, Oi, what did you just say to the lady? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Matt Smith, you don't talk like that. You don't, like you don't that. speak like that. You're the doctor. You're the doctor. Still not ginger. Yeah. You don't speak like that, sir. I was like, what is happening? Fish fingers and custard. What's a kissograph? It's got Anya Taylor Joy in it. It's got yeah. both Fred and George Weasley in it. Like as twins? Or as, <laughs> they are playing the same guy. No way. Yeah. That's cool. So the whole movie, the premise is that like this girl um, rents this apartment and like the person that used to live there had this crazy like life in the 60s and she like goes into the mirror, like into this girl's life. And so James and Oliver Phelps both played the same guy on either sides of the mirror. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cause they did like practical mirror effects um, for the whole thing, which was pretty neat. Sounds neat. Sounds it, was, like it was a cool movie. It's a little spooky. Sounds like a film. I should so, you know what? I think I'm starting to come to terms with maybe I like a little spooky. I I'm, I'm getting there. I'm trying to like to, to force myself into it. Cause I'm watching the, the, the haunting Hill house right now uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. because I really liked midnight mass and I haven't watched the haunting of Hill house or the haunting of Bly Manor. Um, and Hill house is a little, little spooky, a little spooky. Ooky. 
literally, it's a little bit of me sitting there on my couch, just like, so spooky. It's a little spooky because they do the thing, the horror thing with the cameras, but they're just like, they did a lot in this movie. They just start to like zoom in on like a spot. Like people have left the screen and it's a completely empty room and they just like zoom in on something. And I'm like, it's going to be ghosts. It's going to be ghosts. I'm not ready for a ghost. It's going to be a ghost. And then I got Mary Clay in the group chat. Like there's a ghost in every scene. You just have to look for it. And I'm like, stop telling me these things. It does. <laughs> I'm already spooked. They, okay. The camera work in Werewolf by Night was so free. Like, there was one shot where they go from like a POV shot to like a follow shot. Like the person that you're supposed to be looking through the eyes of just like walks through the camera. That is That always gets me. That's always so good. That is good. But that's so that's part of why I what I was saying about like you can watch the old monster movies and like get the same vibe is because like the camera work is like it's a hundred percent within those tolerances, right? Like it is exceptionally good. Are with, they scarier? With no, they're exactly as scary as this. They were scary in 1930. I have scary dream. I have scary dreams all the time. That's a different topic. What's your scary dream about? We went back to college. That is scary. And there was like a math class. I have this one a lot where there's a class because it happened because I did this in college where there was just a class that like I didn't go to all semester. <laughs> like I forgot about it and it literally happened. It was with physics like 201 or something with like one of the best professors at the school. I went like the first day and then like I must not have made the calendar event recurring or something. I just never went back. And like three months later, I was like, I only have homework for four classes. <gasps> Physics. Physics. I would forget to turn the calendar recurring thing off. So like there was Ooh, one point where yeah. I just had like three semesters worth of classes all going off every day. <laughs> um, but I have that dream a lot. But you and I returned to college and this also really happened when we were going into our sophomore year. They emailed us in the middle of the summer and we're like, hey we're changing your housing arrangement on you. And it ended up being way, way better. better. <laughs> they were like, but like, Hey, you have a kitchen now. Right. And, and you, none of you shares a room. Uh, and you don't have to live in a building with freshmen. Yeah. So it ended up being way better, but, uh, yeah, a dream that like you and I went to the registrar and they were like, you didn't register for housing. You can have this. I mean, it's an apartment, but it's kind of owned by the college, uh, and live there, I guess, but there's not going to be like CNU stuff on the walls. This is also something that really happened in college. We like stole CNU stuff. So I still have the honor code. So we like decorated our apartment with like stolen CNU stuff. I still have the honor code from the, uh, from the SunTrust building. That's too good. So Baxter Vendrick, if you're listening to this, please don't tell anybody that. That's the kind of people that do listen to this. Absolutely. Show. They do. You know, Nick Mira's on here right now. Like these, these guys, he steals stuff from the, you know, on my honor. I've, I've never like I, I go to the like CNU alumni events and like, you know, do these things. I've never hung out with Nick Mira like outside of a CNU alumni event. I see him all the time. Do you really like me and Chris and Sarah took the train up to DC a couple weeks ago to uh, see Elton to see Elton John. And like all of a sudden I'm just sitting there like listening to something on my phone and I get a tap on my shoulder and it's Nick Mira. He would tap you on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? Just, you know, taking the train today, getting off at Burke to go see my family. He's from Bur I knew he was from Burke. And I'm like, why are you here? Like, I know we left the same place at the same train, but how did I just notice you? I noticed people immediately. If there's somebody I know on a plane or a train, I've got, I'm making eye contact constantly. What if it's Chris Pratt? Can you play golf with him on the plane? Are you a bad person because you play golf with Chris Pratt on a plane? If I, okay, here's a real one. If I get on a plane... And Chris Pratt is next to me on the plane. And I'm like, oh my God, you're Chris Pratt. I loved you in the Lego movie. Can we take a selfie? Can I share that selfie on social media? <laughs> yeah, you can You can do that if you sit next to somebody on a plane. I mean, again, if, like, if you sit next to Nancy Pelosi on a plane, I probably wouldn't post it. 
What if I sit next to like? Although, although, straight up though, if you ever sit next to Nancy Pelosi on a plane, you go, Nancy Pelosi. Oh my god, I loved you in the Lego Movie. Was she in the Lego? No. Oh, I was like, oh my god, what That's a great the point. cameo. <laughs> you Nancy Pelosi. You were. Hold on, Wonder Woman Lego Movie, right? Right. I would do that to Channing Tatum or Jonah Hill. <laughs> if I was like, oh my God, Channing Tatum, I love you in the Lego movie. Would, I would do that to Channing Tatum. hundred percent. He'd be all about that. What if you sit next to on a plane? Although I'm the kind of motherfucker that would find that funny to do to a celebrity. and be like, I loved you in your smallest role that I've seen you in. Chris Evans. What? Is he Superman? What? Who is he in the Lego movie? Chris Evans. He's not, I don't think he's in the Lego oh. movie. Channing Tatum, Superman. What is Chris Evans smallest role that you've seen? I don't know. That's a great question. I, I got in too deep, but oh, he was uh he was Harvard Hottie in Made in Manhattan. He was he was uh oh I know this one. <laughs> I would go up to him and be like, dude, Johnny Storm? He'd know that. He he gets that one all the time. You think? Oh, Johnny Storm. I'm, I was thinking of uh Lucas Lee. He gets Lucas Lee all the time for sure. He gets Johnny Storm all the time because he's a, he's a Marvel hero. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. but he's the he's the Marvel hero, right? Like there was somebody that I was saying this about recently that I would do this to. I think it was I don't know. Like, what would you say to Downey? To Downey? Hey, man, Doolittle. Dude, I saw it. <laughs> a Scanner Darkly? That movie rips, bro. I think he was in that. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? That won an Oscar. Did it? Wasn't that what he got his Oscar for? Was it? I thought so. Oh, I don't know. Downey. Uh, dude, bummer you didn't get to be in 16 Candles or whatever. <laughs> bummer they picked John Cryer from Two and a Half Men instead of you. Robert Downey Jr., great to see you. You know what I'd say to Robert Downey Jr.? I'd say, you probably hear this a lot, man, but I thought your portrayal of Iron Man. <laughs> I, I mean, that was... Hey, man, like, I'm trying to be really, like, cool and brave right now, but, like, your Iron you Man was, like, really, really important to me in my entire life, basically. Like, thank yeah. you. I mean, I was 15 when that bad that's, boy came That's out. definitely one that I don't know that I could keep my cool. Uh-uh. Downey? Be... 100% no. Uh, I'd be like, I, I could, I, around Chris Evans, I think I could pull it off. I gotta be like you're you're ransom thromby. He probably out. Or whatever his name is. Yeah, but like I I would I could I could not know him as Captain America. You think you could talk to Don Cheadle? Absolutely, I could talk to Don Cheadle. Are I you think kidding I'd be like, me? Man, Don Cheadle, you were in Ocean's Eleven. I literally changed my life. I could I could, but I like I wouldn't be like emotional about it though. Holy shit, that's Don Cheadle. I'd be like Don Cheadle. Listen, like you were in Ocean's Eleven, and that like was that's great. that was incredible. I like you in the Marvel movies too. Yeah. But I like Ocean's Eleven a lot. I like Ocean's Eleven a lot more. Uh, it doesn't make me nearly as sad as Hotel Rwanda. Um, <laughs> well, crazy to see you, Don Cheadle. You like, big fan of the NFL? Any of any member of the Ocean's Eleven cast, I would, you know. I mean, if it was Bernie Mac, obviously, I'd flip the fuck out because he's dead. Yeah, obviously. Um, that would be terrifying. If the ghost of Bernie Mac came up to me and was like, hey. Saul's dead too, right? Carl Reiner. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, I think so. Recently, very recently. You know who I would have a hard time with? Who's the bankroller? Andy Garcia. No, the bankroller. Ruben Elliot Gould. I wouldn't know his name. I would. I'd be like, fuck, you were in Ocean's Eleven. You were in Friends. Honestly, he he out of all of them might be the one where I was like, you were in the original MASH movie, and that was very important to me and my mother. You mean a lot to me, Elliot Gould. Thank you. Does he know Ellie Goulding? Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't know when the last time Elliot Gould was in something. I'm not 100% sure he's alive. Elliot Gould, what does Jennifer Aniston smell like? I couldn't, uh, I would not, I, I would not know the name of the guy that plays Livingston Dell. Ooh, but he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he is in a lot of stuff. I would, I would love to meet. I wouldn't recognize the Mormon twins. 
Scott Conn and Casey Affleck. I would absolutely recognize Scott Conn and Casey Affleck. Is that who that is? That's Casey Affleck. Yeah. Oh man. Like from Good Will Hunting. I would recommend this Matt like, Damon. Like, yeah. Like oh, Matt Damon, dude, the Martian, dude. I would be like Matt Damon. You've been in a lot of movies that I love. Yeah. The Martian, Interstellar, Ocean's Eleven, Goodwill Hunting, Euro Trip, Euro Trip. That that was it. That was it. That was the example. We we're talking about this. The Office. It was like, could you go to Matt Damon and be like, Matt Damon, I love you in Euro Trip. I bet he gets that one a lot. I do. I don't. Because I've seen him talk interviews about Euro Trip. I bet he gets it a lot now. Because Scotty doesn't know he's still alive. We it's on TikTok. Scotty, but like I think on TikTok, I think four years ago he didn't get it. Probably not. I think also, I think if you come up to Matt Damon and you're like, hey man, I loved what you did in Eurotrip, he'd be like, that's awesome. Can I talk to you about water.org? I like acting is something I do on the side. Matt Damon come to you and be like, can I talk to you about crypto.com? Is he a big crypto guy? No, he's the spokesperson for crypto.com. Is he? I didn't yeah, know. you haven't seen those commercials? Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like the 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 few, the bold, the crypto or oh, whatever. Oh, I have. Those are good commercials. Fortune favors the bold. Fortune yeah, fa- that's the are, one. That's a good commercial. It's I'm not a, saying I'm a no, crypto guy. No, it's a terrible commercial because every time I saw it, I thought it was going to be a cool Matt Damon movie that's coming out. When was the last time you watched a trailer and the actor just came out and was like, hey, what's up? I'm Christian Bale. I'm in the new movie but about he didn't, Dick Cheney. He doesn't do that. <laughs> He's just like going through like a list of cool stuff. Can you imagine? Also, what was, the last time, what was the last Matt Damon movie that happened? Downsizing? Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon, I love you as the playwright in the Thor, Thor. movies. <laughs> You know what I love about Matt Damon is he's big enough and he's water.org enough and crypto.com enough to be like, I'm Matt Damon. I'll play a cameo in the MCU. That is the biggest actor. Biggest I mean, that's how he ended up in uh, energy. That's how he ended up in Eurotrip. I know. Is he was just filming Born. Like, it wasn't even Born. It was before Born. No, it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, but that to me is like the biggest dick energy to be like, to show up in Eurotrip is like, okay, you were in Eurotrip, whatever. But to show up in the MCU, yeah, like the Matt Damon could get paid a hundred million dollars to be any character he wants in the MCU. In the MCU, so could so could Sam Neill, right? <laughs> but it's like and Matt Damon, Taika Waititi definitely called in the favor on Sam Neill. He's like, hey, remember that time that you did a movie for me? It was called Hunt for the Wilder People. That's what I would talk. People to Sam loved Neill it. About. If I saw Sam Neill, today. and he'd be like, you want to play Odin, but like not actually Odin in my Thor movie. No, I mean, if I saw Sam Neill right now, I, I would I would actually that's one. I, I worse than Robert Downey Jr. I could not hold it together for a single second. I could talk to Sam. Neill. I, I would I would just cry for four. He's Sam fucking Neill. Alan Grant. You know, it's crazy. If Sam Neill came up to me, and he was like, hey, what's the name of the character? I played in Jurassic Park. I'd be like, I literally know Dr. Alan Grant. I, know I mean, like that. That was like my favorite movie of all time for a long time. Like it. I wore the videotape out of that. And it was the last movie my dad and I ever saw in theaters together. That's crazy. Like, that. yeah, that's the only time I got to see it in theaters was for the 25th anniversary because I was three months old when it came out. Yeah, we was just little ones. Yeah. To this day, uh, Jurassic Park 2 is the only one I haven't seen in theaters. Huh. The Lost World. Yeah. Man, that last one was a real piece of garbage. <laughs> I have not seen the last oh one. Oh, my God. I know Chris Pratt's it, in it. it Bryce has, Dallas Howard. It has maybe. Here's my thing. Bryce Dallas Howard, super cool. Good friends with Chris Pratt. Honest to God, if I met Bryce Dallas Howard right now, I'd be like, you directed those episodes of The Mandalorian. (laughs) That's what I most care about you for. That's Yeah, I mean, same. I I would be like, what does Ron Howard smell like? Yeah. Your dad's extremely important to me. (laughs) I I was a big Da Vinci Code guy. (laughs) I've I've liked almost every Ron Howard movie, and I watched him. I watched him when he was a child when I was a child on the Andy Griffith show. Oh, I don't like the Andy Griffith. 
Actually, I think if I met Andy Griffith right now, I know. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> it's another problem where if you met Andy Griffith right now, something weird has happened. Something, something very weird yeah. has happened. I mean, if you met Sam Neill right now, something weird has happened. If you met Andy Griffith right now, something very weird has something, happened. Some werewolf by night shit has gone gone yeah. down. But if I met Andy Griffith, I think I'd be like, hey, man, stop fucking whistling. I That's why I don't like Okay, so then then which member of the Ocean's Eleven cast could you at least keep your composure around? Brad Pitt. Ba- Brad Pitt. Easy. You think I just feel like he's I feel like you can't lose your shit around Brad Pitt. I feel like he just projects. He makes you calm. Right. Running away with your wife. Uh, I could probably not keep my cooler on Clooney. I think he makes you not. keep. Well, OK, so would you say Clooney from Ocean's Eleven or would you say Clooney from A Brother Art Thou or would you say Clooney from? I think we should change this show. To Bay Clooney X. Bay Clooney and X. Where we I, just watch George Clooney movies. Clooney movies every week. Uh so good, so so often. Up in the air, baby. Oh my God, you're George Clooney from Up in the Air. <laughs> Oscar nominated. Good I work, bet he man. doesn't get that one a lot. Yeah, I bet he doesn't. I'd be like, oh my God, you're George Clooney from not going to the Oscars. What's that about, bud? What's that about, George Clooney? Why do you never go to the Oscars? You remember that, remember that gif of him picking up the program from some award ceremony and just staring at the camera and flipping every page through at one time? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, I... You, I think it's rude to come up to George Clooney and be like, hey, man, I thought you were a pretty good Batman. I don't think. But I I did think he was a decent Batman. I like George Clooney as Batman. Um, I think he. I like Val Kilmer as Batman. I like Michael Keaton as Batman. I would talk to all three of those people about their roles in Batman. I think if I talked to Val Kilmer, I would not. Oh, under no circumstances. I would be like, fuck, you're Val Kilmer. I would be like, you're, 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 yeah, you were a tombstone. What does Warwick Davis smell? What is Kurt Russell like in person? What is Sam Elliott like in person? He, we would play Watermelon Man in jazz band. And he would be like. Guys, it goes, Watermelon Man. And it was like, there's no fucking way that's how this song goes. Ba, 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 ba. He would say it just like that. As if any of us knew what Watermelon Man was. By Herbie Hancock. You Like in high school, now you can look up Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock and it'll just play like a version of the song that is very normal. But in 2008 on YouTube, it was like a 15 minute like yeah. production to get to the part where it was like do 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 would take minutes watermelon man i hate it you're making me remember this against my will i remember one time in jazz band i said q who's taking the solo section in this song it was peg steely dan oh that that is a banger. That is a banger. Yeah. That is a certified blueprint. Blue. Show looks good on you. I said, Q, who's taking the solo? And in? when you smile for the camera. And at the time I was a junior. I know I'm going to love it. Great song. In jazz band, which I didn't even sign up for because it was a zero period. and I knew I'd be late. And I was playing lead trumpet. And I said, Q, who's taking the solo section? And he wanted to convey to me and Chris Millahan, who played the saxophone, that it was us. And he goes, I don't know, Alex Zuber, who had graduated the year prior. Yeah. Or I guess we were seniors because he also said, or Elliot George, who graduated the year prior. And we were like, oh, because like Q did this thing where he did not just tell you that like the person with the second trumpet sheet plays the solos. Yeah. We had to figure it out on our own. You just had to like know that about jazz, about big band swingy jazz with Peg, I guess. That dude was constantly... Annoyed at the lack of jazz knowledge by ninth by graders, jazz students, by jazz students. 
It's like if if somebody had Play gone like a senior, Play okay. like a senior. It's like if somebody had gone into Terrence Fletcher's classroom and been like, "Hey, I'm the second trumpet. Am I taking the solo?" He hit him in the head with a cymbal. It was exactly like that. But but he like he treated us like Terrence Fletcher, and what we needed was Abbott Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing: the internet wants me to watch The Boys season four more than anything, except Abbott Elementary. It is pushing Abbott Elementary yeah. on me so hard, so hard. and you know what? I might give in. I mean, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure I've it's, heard it's I've heard only great things. It's yeah. an, what an Apple TV Plus original series. I thought it was Network. No, no, no. It's good. I'm, that's why I wasn't watching it because I was like, it's, it's a, Network. <laughs> it's a something original series. Um, yeah, like Apple TV Plus doesn't miss. That's the dang truth. Severance. It is Plus. Severance. They did that show with Joseph Gordon-Levitt where he plays like an insane high school teacher. Uh, I would watch. Se- I want to watch more stuff like Severance stuff. Grownups like yeah. Just uh, I, here's my best advice to you as far as grown up TV show watch. Uh, look at what got Emmy nominations and just watch all of them. I think I could like just just put on Succession. I could talk to Retta. I could talk to Retta. Yeah, I could talk to any of the cast members of Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, just fine. I think uh, I would hit Adam Young. Is that his name? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. I'd hit him with one of these. Are we having fun yet? You get that one? Nope. That was, uh, I can't even remember the name of the show. Before he was on Parks and Rec and Jane Lynch was on Glee, they did a show about a catering company where Adam Scott played an actor who in his B time would work for a catering company. And his like claim to fame was that he was in this commercial where he said, are we having fun yet? And so, Jesus. <laughs> so like they always made him say, it. I would <laughs> have a hard time like not fucking with Adam Scott and not being like, oh my God, it's the ice clown. The ice, it's the cones of Dunshire. <laughs> it's the cones of Dunshire over here, bro. It's about the cones. It's about the cones. I um, think I would definitely ask him what Amy Poehler smells like. So I, I could talk to any member of, uh, I could talk to any member of Parks and Rec. I could not talk to a single cast member of Community. I definitely couldn't talk to Donald Glover. I would, or, I would cry if you put uh, me in a room with Donald Glover. I don't want to talk to Joe McHale or Chevy Chase. I think I would have a hard time. Not, I mean, I understand Chevy Chase like has absolutely gone tail, downhill and crazy as a human. No, so I've learned. Apparently, he was never hill. He was just downhill. Like, I mean, if you watch his old stuff, he's unhinged. But I think Chevy Chase. Was, yeah, no, I I saw something got digged up about like or dug up about like the the shoot for uh, Caddyshack, and like those dudes like didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield was like, I hate this guy. This Rodney is the worst guy I've ever talked God. to. Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack used to be. Uh, and the, growing up is realizing that you are Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> He's the audience surrogate there. Right. It's uh, about him. Uh, just putting at night. The daughter of the Dean. Um, Ty was his name. Ty Webb. Ty Webb. I think I would have a hard time talking to Chevy Chase. I think that's somebody that, you know, it's short for Tyrone. No way. Not Tyler. I thought it was just Ty. Yeah. It's short for Tyrone. Huh? Ty Webb. Yeah. But yeah, is it I couldn't, short for Chevrolet. I couldn't just talk che- to Chevy Chase. Uh, it's I think I don't know which came first, Chevy Chase, the person, or Chevy Chase Maryland. I don't know. Is he named after Maryland, or is Maryland named after him? I think Maryland is interesting. So I yeah I I couldn't talk to a single member community. If you got me in a room with Donald Glover, I would cry. If you put me in a room with uh, Allison Brie, I would cry. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think I could talk to most of those guys. Um, I think they would be disappointed in the fact that I don't watch that show. But yeah, they're really proud of the show that they've made. Yeah. Could you meet Jensen Ackles? I think I could. I'd be like, hey, you were on Supernatural and Gilmore Girls. I think 
that if I he was not on Gilmore Girls, that's Which, Jared Padalecki. His name's Jared Padalecki. Yeah, I believe so. I thought it was Misha Collins. No, Misha Collins is a different person. Who are the two supernatural guys? Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Who's Misha Collins? He's Castile in Supernatural. Yeah. Should we super and natural eggs? Um, super bacon and natural. I eggs. will, Tyler. I will build you a third story on this house simply so I can jump out the window of it. You can go up two flights of stairs. Yeah, but the ground is up there. That's yeah, true. We're below the ground. I guess we're not going there. There's a window there, but we are like over here. We're below the ground. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think it's time to wrap up. Okay. I liked where we'll probably, this is the first movie of year five, six. Um, definitely the best one we've seen. So year far. six. Yeah. We've completed five years of bacon and eggs. It was way shorter. Five. It sure was. It took I, a lot of time off. I'm not going to bother to score it. Cause I don't think I could score this. It's not even a movie. I don't even want to talk about scores anymore. That's kind of how I feel about it. I'm fine with that. Let's let's see how we feel when we get to a movie. Yeah. If we get to a movie. Maybe we'll... Maybe we'll continue to talk about Halloween specials. Borderlands. Or Borderlands 2. Maybe we'll get guest, guest Anthony Birch from Dungeons & Daddies, who was a writer on Borderlands 2. And Maybe. I can be like, hey, Anthony Birch, <laughs> that thing you did was cool. And he'd be like, what, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast? I'm like, no, the video game you worked on 12 years ago. Do I loved remember, it. It was extremely formative to my do education. Do you remember Butt Stallion? Do you remember Anthony Birch was Butt Stallion one of yours? Did you was that your thing? Did you? If he told, if he came up to me and was like, "Yeah, I created Butt Stallion," I I would cry. If the voice of what does Anthony Birch talk like? Damn it, I don't have it. If the voice of Claptrap approached you and it was like Minion, oh, I'd freak out. I'd be like, "Oh shit, I know who you." I'd are. freak out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would walk slightly faster than him and then slightly slower and then slightly faster and then slightly slower. And then I'm hit him with a gun. Move, move. Why do I have to follow you around? Knuckle dragon. If the voice of handsome Jack talked to me, I'd also freak out. These pretzels suck. Pretzels suck. Anyway. That had to be the best voice acting gig. So good. You sound like he was having so much. We just need to, you to sit in a, in a booth and talk shit at somebody for like eight hours. Like days. Days. <laughs> Love is rising. God, if the voice of Lilith came up and spoke <laughs> to like, me, stop speaking. Stop speaking. Stop speaking. You're like, a what video. are you, Salvador the uh, Gunzerker? It's probably Alan Tudyk or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get Salvador if he was like, "Hey, I got guns and meat." I'd be like, "I are you the psycho or are you Salvador? Are you Salvador? Or are you the psycho?" Uh, zero wouldn't get. People no. love it. Borderlands Two community. Where do you stand on Zero? Is this an accepted he's obviously the best or an accepted he's obviously the worst? Do you ever want to just go back and play the Tiny Tina D&D DLC? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think you like, can. You definitely can. Well, I want to do It's that. part of the Handsome Collection. I've got, oh, well, I almost bought the Handsome Collection. It was on sale on the PlayStation Market. I've bought the, the Handsome Collection twice. Once physically and once digitally. I think I have it. I played Borderlands 3 when Finn was born, and I played Borderlands 2 when Olivia was at Holden. Is born. Fortnite. 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 That's actually the name of the game. I'm not just swearing. Fortnite. I still do that on this. I don't listen to it. I don't know it, the little it really just are. depends, honestly. <laughs> sure. Sometimes, some, I mean, it's never Fortnite. Sometimes it's beeps. Sometimes it's silence. Sometimes we just swear. If it's like particularly funny, we just swear. This is an amateur. I just, I just make it explicit. Thanks for listening. Geez. It's whichever one that you did like 45 minutes of Bill Burr impressions. Piggies and chickens. I think it was Lightyear. <laughs> I think it was Lightyear because I think that people were shocked that our review of a Pixar movie had the explicit tag. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Our music is by 
Andrew's going to be in that one. He's not actually, but there is. A- I mean, he might be in it. Could be anything. <laughs> he, he's like secretly, I've been Winnie the Pooh the whole time. He kind of reminds, like in college, I would have said that more of an E, but kind of a vibe. Actually, I take it back, not Eeyore. He was well in the rock. <laughs> so I'd be like, I'm not. I, I am the owl. I feel like I this am- would actually be worse than, than uh, Pottermore starting. Sorting to tell you the truth, if you started assigning Winnie the Pooh characters <laughs> to people like you, this is which one of Christopher Robin's mental illnesses you are. <laughs> I could not keep my cool around. Winnie Pooh's name is Edward. Daily reminder. I could not keep my cool around. Around you and McGregor. You McGregor, but I think it'd be for different reasons. If the guy who voices Winnie the Pooh talked to me, I would cry. Yeah, hundred percent. You and McGregor, I really liked you in that Da Vinci Code movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked you. You were great demons. in Angels and Demons. Camerlengo. Yeah, he's the. He's the Illuminati. That's what he says in that yeah. one. He's the one. That's the scene they play over and over and over again. Ugh. Ewan McGregor, I really liked you that time that my friend saw you at a cafe in Richmond. Ewan McGregor, I really liked you in Moulin Rouge. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge. Ewan McGregor, it's a little a little bit weird that you're dating Mary Elizabeth Winstead, but not weird enough for me to not be stoked about it. I'm pretty stoked. For, hey, Ewan McGregor, do you know a girl with hair like this? She is significantly younger than him. Hey, Ewan McGregor. Did you see that clip of Dane Cook where he was like, listen, I'm 49. My girlfriend's 23. People think it's weird. I was like, yeah, that is weird. Dane. That is weird. What you do you know, two possibly talk about? I don't know if Dane my fiance is anything. two years younger than me. And sometimes I'm like, you are a baby child that was born yesterday. How do you not know anything about the world? I think here's my thing with Dane. Uh, Cause she went to nurse focused on that. Uh, and the world kind of. No, but it's like, she like there, the, the micro generation between me and her is an enormous gap. It's incredible. It's the COVID. Maybe no, it's not the COVID. COVID. It was way before. Like yeah. it's been this way the whole time. We're like, yeah. we watched a completely different set of shows. Yeah. Completely different. Like she has never seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie ever. No double D. No double D. You're marrying a one. Don't you dare say it. <laughs> double D's nuts. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say something about her. No. Um, uh, <laughs> one day your kids are going to listen to this podcast. They're going to be like, dad, you said some really dumb stuff in our basement when we were sleeping. Sure did, sure yeah. did, Olivia. Sorry about it. Enjoy I said a lot of dumb stuff. Prom. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> what age do I think Olivia is going to be when she listens to Bacon and Eggs? I, I think she'll, she'll no, be she'll older be than prom. I think. She'll be thirty two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, whenever she'll, I die. Yeah, is, is when no, because she'll, she'll she'll get to missing you. Uh, I think that I she'll be like I, she'll she'll go through a period in her life where she's like I want to know who Dad was. I don't wonder that. Uh, well, that's because your dad made you a video every single year when you were a child. I do like this is everything that happened to me and my family. I think if we continue podcasting for like her whole life, then I think it'll just be like, that's just the thing dad did. Like there's so much content. I couldn't even begin to consume it. Uh, Cause that's how I am with my dad being on TV. People are like, Oh, I watch your dad every night. And I'm like, no, I don't. I, to this day, I've never watched your dad on TV. (laughs) I have watched him on TV, but I don't watch him every night. I remember when you, this was, this was the thing, man. As I remember when you were like, my dad is John Carlin from the local news. I was like, okay, cool. Who's that? I remember when Pierce Humphrey was like, my dad is Keith Humphrey, Humphrey from, from the, the local, local news. news. I was like, you're kidding me. That's amazing. You're the biggest celebrity I've ever met. <laughs> Which is what you wanted to be to everybody you opened your mouth to. I don't think when I we were in to sixth be, grade. I think I, what's so weird is if I was in school now and my dad was who my dad is. No, but teachers, fellow students, nobody would know who John Carlin is. Yeah. They would be like, maybe some of the teachers, some of the older ones, any teacher my current age or younger would be like, oh, I, I don't really. Yeah, I bet Elizabeth Chapman didn't know who your dad was. She might have. I talked to her not too long ago. Did you? I did. I, I sent her a Facebook message because I read a book that she recommended. I don't want to know how much not older than me she is. 
<laughs> she was probably like 22 when we were. Oh, she had just, when I'd had her in freshman year, she had just graduated. Yeah. Her right. MAT. Like yeah. she was maybe 23 years old. Maybe, maybe 20. She could have been like 21. If she you, did her MAT. You look at your peers who were teachers. Sometimes I'm like, man. Uh, yeah, I look at my peers who were teachers and I'm like, Elizabeth Chapman must have been drunk every single day. Yes, you drink a lot. A lot. <laughs> You guys party. You're you were having nervous breakdowns that I was not aware of. You I knew from a very early age that teachers didn't live at the school. I did not grasp because I also did not live at the school until I had friends who were teachers. Well, like Elizabeth Sign no Elizabeth. Uh Elizabeth Chapman had her life together way more than Susan Sign did. Teachers with bad credit. <laughs> Susan Sign would be like, I was drunk last night. <laughs> you guys make me drink. And now, like, it's crazy, man. We we got call, high school was so long ago. Like, when I had I had Miss Sign when I was a sophomore, and she had like an eight year old child, and that child has like graduated college now. And I'm like, this is not possible. <laughs> Patrick Millahan has graduated college, is in grad school, something none of us did. I didn't even think about it. You know, it's crazy. They talk about like college being the given, and it, it to me it was like there was there was no like I would see the commercials for the army where they'd be like, talk to your parents. The army's a great choice. And I remember thinking like, oh, maybe we'll do that. But it, I also knew in my heart of hearts, I'm not doing anything other than. Oh, I mean, we were the going to college. We were the Game of Thrones of going to college. Like we were the last water cooler college generation. Yes. Because like after that, after us, kids were like, maybe I don't have to do it. And now it's like you, you try convincing a high schooler to go to college now. And they're like, for, for why? For, for what? what reason? Well, I think that that will change a little bit when. When every kid who was in high school didn't have a COVID. Right. I, but I don't, I think it'll have been you think the damage damaged. Yeah. Because like, because like now you have that, because then you will start to have parents who are like, don't go to college. It's a waste of time. It's a waste, it's a waste of, time. of money. And I don't want to pay for it. And I, and I don't want to pay for it. Like you can, if you have an idea of what you want to do. Yeah. Let's talk about college. Let's send you to college. But if you're like, I just feel like it's the next step. No, let's get you a job somewhere. Make some money, gain some skills, work in a restaurant. Like, you're, you'll be great, I promise. I think, here's my thing. If you're going to college for soft skills, the most important soft skill you can learn is how to go to community college and care. Yeah. That is, yeah. like, I think that would be the, because I know if I went to community college, I would go with the flow of the other students who yeah. definitely do not care. But, like, colleges did, tr traditional colleges did so much to these kids during COVID to try to, like, stay solvent as institutions because that's the world we live in. We specifically in America where colleges have to make money in order to survive. They have to profit. Um, yeah. Where they were just like, they were charging kids full semesters for online classes. Like they, you're not there. You're not there. <laughs> There's no buildings. This has been bacon and eggs. Thank you for listening. I don't know how to close the show. I think I already told you about Andrew. Uh, Vaishan does our, our images. Um, I love Vaishan. I love Vaishan too. I love Andrew. They're great people. Andrew, they're both great. Um, um, you're a great person. You're a great person. Love you. Love you more. Um, He's been Tyler Carlin. I've been Ethan Edgehill. And until next time, Arrivederci. Oh! Good one. Good one. That, good? that, that was, was good. That was a good one. That was a good one.